0: You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Andrew Riley. Welcome, Andrew. Hey, Bernie. Thanks for hosting me. Glad to have you, Andrew. I'm looking forward to our conversation. As you know, on the previous episode, we had our colleague, William Adams, on, and he explained his net happiness score, which is based on a process that you headed up to quantifiably measure the attrition risk among call center agents. So I want to dig in this conversation. I want, I want to dig into that attrition risk model that you built and how it's being used to curtail attrition. But first, let's begin with your introduction.
1: Sure. Thanks, Bernie. Um, yeah, so Andrew Riley here. I'm a data scientist. I've been working with i now for approaching six years. Um, I, I originally began at i working with um, any project that we we had both the call center data and aftermarket repair data. Um, and I I worked in, in that field for a number of years. And then I moved to an optimization team, which was um, kind of referred to as a Swiss army knife type of team where we had um, different uh, experts from from slightly different fields together to just Work on some of our biggest challenges um, and and find the best solutions uh, for ICOR to support operations. And uh, now I've I've been moved to a team solely of data scientists, and um, I've been I've been working with this team just for a short while now, so it's kind of new in this particular team. Um, but we've got a ton of great projects, and and this one that we're talking about today is. Um, one that I'm, I'm really excited to kind of dig deeper with you on.
0: Yeah. Well, Andrew, it's a big one. I mean, uh, attrition is, I mean, let, let's face it. It's an ongoing challenge in the BPO industry, but it's not unique to the BPO industry. It's certainly not unique to us at i I mean, all you have to do is turn on the news and it's, it's in the news every day, right? Just acquiring and retaining talent globally across pretty much all industries. It's a challenge for all organizations, So why don't you take us through the attrition risk modeling process that you and your team have developed?
1: Sure. So I think, you know, kind of, kind of stepping, stepping back and giving the motivation for this from the beginning was, you know, when, when COVID hit and it, it really changed our working environment in, in many ways, but one of the big things that we encountered was. You know, we had to move a substantial amount of our workforce to being work-at-home agents. We did have some work-at-home presence um, even before COVID started. Right. Um, but through this process, we moved very quickly about 14,000 additional agents to a, a work-at-home environment over the course, amazingly, of just about 10 days. Um, that is amazing. Since, that is absolutely then, amazing. It, it really is. And and since then, it's continued to grow. Now we have more, uh, well, more than 20,000 employees that are that are work at home, which is which is great for our business. It's great for our agents as well. Right. Um, but what we what we need to be able to do is measure how is this going for them? Um, right. The supervisor is no longer, you know, just a few steps away from from the agent's working environment, it's remote, and so what we needed to do was create more tools where we can really measure how is this going and how is the agent feeling. And so one of the one of the tools that we created we we refer to as the moodometer. It's right. a very simple um, survey that just says, "Hey, how's life at I-Corps right. for you?" and and the agent has an opportunity to respond with a score of one to five with how it's going that week. And they have a regular opportunity to respond weekly as well.
0: And so what, what are some of the things that you've learned from the Moodometer? Of course, in our previous episode, as I mentioned already, William Adams has been using it to create what he calls the net happiness score. And that's something that's been very effective for the operations team that he oversees. But what are some of the like big picture, you know, global perspectives that you've gained from it?
1: Right. So one of, one of the, the key elements that we, that we pulled out of this statistically speaking is we noticed that if there are multiple weeks in a row where an agent responds with a low score, so responding with a one or a two, that's a very predictive flag to say hey something something is maybe wrong here we need to check in with this agent and we found that if we were receiving a low score for for two weeks there was about a 20 percent attrition risk associated with that okay um and it it makes sense right the the agent is is directly telling us hey i need i need some some support or something is off um and so that was really the the impetus to start something a little bit more in-depth and company-wide based off of this feedback that we're gathering from the agents.
0: So you launched a company-wide initiative and it's called the check-in process? That's right. All right. Tell us about that. And I will point out, Andrew, that we at ICOR we spell check-in, C-H-E-Q, right? We always use the Q anywhere we can. So tell us about the check-in process
1: yeah so the the check-in process um, is is you know the mudometer the moodometer score that we're receiving is one of the inputs that we that we take um, into account when we're selecting these agents to um, to have a check-in with but we also use some some other machine learning tools that can identify like agents who you know we we could um, we could support or or learn something from through this check-in process. So after these agents are selected, there's a skip level meeting between the agent and the manager. So we're skipping the the supervisor and we're going um, one escalation step higher to the manager. The manager has this um, fairly informal conversation with the agent just to see how things are going. Um, so. That's where where we came up with the name for check in. That's that's what they're doing, um, but we we allow just an open forum for communication for the agents to be able to just say maybe any challenges that they're encountering and also the things that that they're enjoying that are good or exciting for them. Um, and then these these check ins are notated very thoroughly and very well by the managers so that we have a good record of that feedback that we're receiving from these check-ins.
0: Okay. Very logical. I love the fact that it's it's based on data, right? So they're not just random check-in conversations. Uh, I know you've got a couple of examples that you're prepared to share with us because I think it's important to share with our viewer and our listener you know, some of the outcomes that you're experiencing from this check-in process that's being deployed globally at i
1: Sure. So there's many stories that we could share, right? But I I, I selected a couple that I just thought gave um, some good examples of of how these go. And yeah, they're they're great success stories in, in my opinion. So the first story that I'll share is the story of an agent who was encountering some challenges with the tools that that they use every day as they're responding to um, customer needs and and trying to solve solve um, issues for the customers who are calling in Um, this agent is very proactive and and was regularly seeking support from their team lead um, to to improve their performance they were driven as the manager noted in the check-in notes really driven to improve their quartile rank of themselves versus the other agents on the team Mm -hmm. Um, And so the the manager arranged for a special training on on this certain tool to upskill the agent and make them more comfortable. Um, And as a as a result, the the agent was very encouraged. The meeting ended very positively because the agent felt heard and supported and valued. Um, And and the the manager Kind of just kept that open communication stream uh, available to the agent. And let them know, hey, we're we're always here to support you. So cool. that's a, I, I think that's just a, a a great sort of dynamic where the the agent has the support of their team lead and their manager.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's a great story. Now, before you you share your second story, comment on the fact that one of the things that you're measuring is when the agent, the employee when they tell us in the survey that they're either cool or uncool. Right. And of course we spell cool with a Q of course. Right. So before you tell your second story, kind of give that context as well. Cool and uncool.
1: Sure. So, so this is actually something that's notated by the manager as, uh, um, with respect to this check-in process. If, if an agent is identified um, as, as uncool, this just means, Hey, they're they're giving us feedback that something is off or they need support with something or, or potentially training or or some some other thing that's just making their life at icor um, less than desirable right but we're here for them the manager meets with them and and then can determine hey after this meeting did we resolve your your issue did we give you the the support that you needed um, and of course, what we would hope for is the the result of this check in process is that the agent would go from uncool before the meeting to hey, now everything is cool. Mm-hmm. We fixed we fixed the problem, and and the agent is
0: supported. Got it. Thank you. All right, your second story.
1: So the second story, is the story of an agent who is just feeling the pressures of being on the front line, receiving these phone calls. I think I think the the big thing to note is a customer doesn't usually call in and just tell the agent, hey, my product that I have from you guys is working great. You're doing a fantastic job, right? That's not typically the call. It's there's some issue. The customer is maybe frustrated because they can't resolve the issue that they have. And the agent was feeling that pressure. Um, But their their manager through the check in process was able to support and encourage them kind of just lend an ear to, to understanding um, how that feels, right? And then also kind of show a roadmap to that agent of, um, they gave the example of the agent supervisor who was promoted to a supervisor role in just two years. Um, the agent felt motivated to you know continue on, even though some of these phone calls can be very challenging because there is the opportunity for growth here at i for that agent. And the manager also said, there's opportunities um for you as as a excelling and motivated agent to work at home as well in the future. Um so this this is a another another check-in that just ended very positively because the agent sees where they're going and the track that they're on here at iCor.
0: Okay, fantastic. Well Andrew, I know that the the check-in process associated with the Mudometer is still fairly young, it's a 2021 initiative, and we're recording this in you know the middle of 2021. So why don't you speak to what, what's next for this check-in process?
1: Sure. So there's, there's a lot that we would like to continue to add and improve this tool for selecting agents who are potentially at risk. Um, there's many additional data sources that we are digging into and validating their predictive power. We'd like to continue to incorporate these, these data sources um, and kind of allow these models to compete with each other and just show, hey, d- does, this, does this model effectively um, find those, those pockets of agents or particular agents who are at higher risk of attrition um, and allow, allow those models to kind of be blended and select the agents where we can have the greatest impact. So that's that's kind of phase one. The other one that we're that we're working on as well is, you know, as I mentioned, these check-ins are notated very thoroughly um, and very well by the managers for the feedback that we're gathering and how th- these conversations went through the check-in process. So we're developing a natural language processing script that will go through. Um, and kind of scan all of these notes, the feedback that we're getting from the agents for two purposes. One is to continue to improve the check-in process itself, but the other is just more um, broadly speaking, how can we continue to improve the working environment for the agents and, and allow them to excel in the best way? Um, and we're able to do that you know, in, in, a, in a very clean way with these NLP, natural language processing tool sets. So that's currently under development as well.
0: Fantastic. Digital CX in action. Love it. Love it. Well, Andrew, uh, my last question for you is my favorite question, and that is when you're not working, Andrew, what do you like to do for fun?
1: Sure. Um, So I have two young boys. They are three and almost one. Um, My three-year-old son has been into cars from very very early on and so i spend uh, a good bit of my time on the floor on his car mat playing vroom vroom as he calls it and now my (laughs) my younger son who's uh, about to turn one is learning from his big brother so so he's always there as well um so i i enjoy it that's a daily activity yeah Uh, the other activity that i try to get to to fit in as well uh primarily on the weekends is go out and play some golf. I nice. had a, uh, a new year's resolution to golf once a month. And so far I'm on track with that.
0: Fantastic. So you get to be a dad, you get to be a kid and you get to be an adult playing golf. That's right. Once a month. Fantastic. Well, Andrew, I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know that you're really working hard as a data scientist at i putting together, you know, these programs that we discuss here today, the Mudometer, the check-in process, sounds like it has a lot of potential to really address that, that, that attrition, attrition risk model that we spoke of at the beginning of this episode. So again, Andrew, just thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you, Bernie, happy to be here.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.